Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. to come before you. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Teach us. Show us the deep things of God. We ask that our walk with you will not be the same from tonight. We thank you in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, I avail myself as a vessel. Let the words that shall proceed out of my mouth not be of man's wisdom, but let it be the engrafted word of God which is able to save our souls. We are thankful and grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus as you take your seats. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I, um, I want to continue sharing with you the message that we have been sharing for several weeks now um, about, I think we've been talking a lot about spiritual things. Um, The Tuesday service, the Tuesday service is considered a teaching service and I said I'm going to give you the name. Have I promised you? I will give it to you. But it's it's a teaching service and it is for mature Christians. It is for people who have taken their work with God very seriously. And it's not the kind of message that is exciting. It's not intended to excite you. It is intended to teach you that your work with Christ will take a different level. That it will go to a higher level. Hallelujah. And so those of you who come here, When you come here, expect that you will live with something, some substance, hallelujah, that at the end of the service, you should feel that you have grown spiritually, or at least your mindset is not the same, hallelujah. Sister Ellen, today I was thinking of you, and I'm so glad to see you tonight. Yes, I was thinking of you, hallelujah. Why are you jealous? I was thinking of all of you. Are you happy now? Awesome. Amen. So tonight, I want to continue talking about Christianity is a spiritual walk. That Christianity is a spiritual walk. A lot more about spiritual nature of our Christian walk. We've been talking so much about the spirituality of our walk with God. Now, I want you to take these messages very seriously. I want you to listen to these messages over and over again. After service, listen to them again. And make sure that you understand what you are listening to and that you make certain decisions about them. 
Hallelujah. It is to your advantage, to your great advantage, if you understand the things that I'm sharing with you and accept them also. I think it will help you a lot. Hallelujah. We are trying to be conscious about spiritual things, to be conscious of the fact that the Christian walk is a spiritual walk. Hallelujah. And we also are trying to grow in our knowledge of God. Amen. Amen. When you have in-depth knowledge of God, it becomes easier to walk with God. When you have understanding of your father's mindset, it becomes easier to live in his house. When you understand your father, when you understand his mindset and his, his mind towards you, it becomes easier to live in his house. Hallelujah. All you need to, is to have a glimpse of your father's mind about you. And once you have that, his rules, his instructions, the things that he withholds from you, they become sensible to you. Then it means something to you. Then you understand why he's withholding something from you. Hallelujah. You understand why he's sending you to this school and not that school. Though for you, if you were having your choice, you would choose the other school. But he's sending you to the school that you didn't like. And you accept it because you know his mind. And you know the plans he has concerning you. You understand why he will say, marry this person and not that person. Okay. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? That is when you have, your, when you have understanding of your father's mind. Wow. Hallelujah. You cannot continue to walk with God for long if you do not accept the fact that our walk with God is a spiritual walk. You cannot walk with God for long. Then it becomes boring. It becomes repetitive. It becomes tiresome. It becomes worrisome. And it becomes laborious. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? When you don't understand that this walk is a spiritual walk, it becomes tedious. It becomes too much work and it's, it's not enjoyable. Hallelujah. But when you have this understanding, it becomes enjoyable. When you have the understanding that this is a spiritual work, you understand why we will say, come for this meeting. Come to this meeting. And you welcome it. As inconvenient as it may be, because you have an understanding of why. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, the reason why you don't seem to benefit from your walk with God is because you are walking it in a very natural way. You are walking it in a very earthly way. That is why you don't seem to enjoy or benefit from this walk. Hallelujah. Jesus said in John 4 and verse 22, verse 24, he says, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him, how? In spirit and in truth. He says, God is a spirit. Jesus is the one that said it. He said, God is a spirit. 
And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. We must worship God in spirit. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus is the one that said it. He said, we must worship God. If we are worshiping, he says, they that worship God, if you consider yourself as someone that is worshiping God, then you must worship him in spirit. You can't worship him naturally. You can't worship him in a carnal way. You must worship him in spirit. Now, if Jesus said that, then it means that there is a spiritual aspect of you. Do you understand? It means there is a spiritual aspect of you and there is a natural aspect of you. But to worship God, you must worship him in spirit. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Is it difficult for you to understand what I'm sharing? Hallelujah. So for your your work with God, you need to develop your spiritual aspect. You need to Develop, build up your spiritual aspect if you are going to worship God, if you are going to walk with God. Hallelujah. Now how? How do we do this? How do we develop our spiritual aspect? How do we build up our spiritual aspect? Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 14. Hebrews chapter 5. And verse 14. It says, but strong meat, strong meat, strong meat, if you read the rest of the scripture, it means they are spiritual things. Strong meat, they are spiritual things. It says, but strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age. Them that are of full age, strong meat, belong to those who are of full age. Even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Strong meat, strong meat belong to them that are of full age. That means spiritual things which are strong meat, they belong to them that are of full age. Now, who are of full age? Full age. Old people. Full age means people who have been Christians for a long time. People who have been born again for a long time. Full age, according to the Bible, is not a person who has been a Christian for a long time. Full age in the Bible, who is is a full age? What does the Bible say? It says, those who by reason of use have exercised, have their senses exercised. Those who by reason of use. So you can be a Christian for many years and if you don't exercise, you don't use. You say by reason of use of their senses. Exercise to discern good and evil. That's full age. Hallelujah. That is why in the church, you see, the church is a spiritual thing. And if you are not spiritual, you don't like certain things. You don't agree with certain things. 
If you are not spiritual, the church is a spiritual thing. And if you are not spiritual, you tend to have problems with a lot of things. You will find out that in the church, we can have a young person pastoring a much older people. That is a spiritual thing. The church, we don't go by who has been around for a long time. We don't go by who has been a Christian for a long time. Full age, someone who is full age, someone who is mature to handle spiritual things is someone who has exercised his senses. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Someone who has exercised his senses. Hallelujah. So you see, if you are not spiritual, you tend to have issues with certain things. Why did they do this? Why do, why, why this, why that? If you are not spiritual. Amen. But if you are spiritual, you tend to understand certain things. Hallelujah. You see somebody like Uncle Caesar, he's a very spiritual person. Very spiritual person. Do you understand? He understands spiritual things. And he has respect for spiritual things. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? He has respect for spiritual things. Amen. If you don't have respect for spiritual things, you tend to have problems with certain things. Amen. So you must constantly exercise in spiritual things so that you grow spiritually. And I'll show you how. How to exercise your senses. How many people want to know how to exercise your senses? We need to exercise our senses. If we want to walk with God and enjoy our walk with God and to benefit from the walk with God, then we need to grow spiritually. Hallelujah. We need to grow spiritually. Because some of you, you enjoy the natural life too much. You enjoy the natural life. You are set in the natural state. Too much. A Christian cannot walk like that. A Christian cannot walk like that. Some of you, you, you are set in this natural. You like to eat. You, you, it's a natural thing. You see, that is important to you. You like to eat. And you like to sleep. You see, it's important to you. It's a natural thing. When you, are, you see, that is why we set time to fast. So that we set the natural aside. So we exercise ourselves spiritually. You see, when you are set in the natural, you can't walk with God. You can't walk with God. Some of you, food is very important to you. Very, it means that the natural is high. You, are, you, see, you, 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 have, you see, you have a natural side and you have your spiritual aspect. But Jesus said, in your walk with God, you ought to worship him in the spirit. That is why we are teaching these things. Amen. That is why we are teaching these things. You like to sleep. You like to sleep. Some of you, you like to have sex. It's, it's, it's a natural thing. You see? It's, it's, it's your natural. Amen. 
And it's always on your mind. It's not a good thing. You like to rest. I have to rest. You know, I am tired. I am tired. I have to rest. I can't come. I am tired. I have to rest. You see, the body has to rest. It's natural. It's natural. Amen. It's natural. Some of you like talking too much. This is too much talking. Too much talking. Gossiping. You know, have you heard? You see, you are you busy gossiping. Busy gossiping. You pick up phone and have you heard? You are always with the news. Too natural. Too natural. Amen. Fighting. You yourself has come. And you like to fight. You like to it's too natural. It's too natural. The flesh controls it. You the flesh controls you. Chatting on the phone. You like to chat on the phone. Too much. It's too natural. You can't walk with God like that. You can't walk with God like that. When you are in church, try to suppress the flesh. Try and suppress the flesh. You see, some of you, you are in church and your mind is on your food. Your mind is on your dinner tonight. Your mind, oh, I'm preaching. I know I'm preaching. I know there are some of you sitting here right now. The fact that you didn't eat before you came is, is troubling you. Troubling you are checking your time constantly. <laughs> try and suppress the satisfaction of the flesh. You have to try and suppress it. Some of you, you satisfy the eyes too much. The eyes is too alert for natural things. Any small thing you tend to look. You, you see, we are preaching, but any small thing, you hear the door and you tend to look. You hear something, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are too natural. Too natural. Too natural. He says, the full age person is one whose senses have been exercised. Exercised. I'm preaching a good message. I know I'm preaching a good message. Whether you like it or not, I'll preach it. Because you need to know. Every little thing draws your attention. Draws your attention. You come to church and people are praying and you are talking. You come and stand by someone who is praying. You see, you are too natural. You see, you are too... You come, somebody is praying and... Hey, Jack. Tobo, 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 tobo. You see? That means take your time. Take your time. I have to tell you something. You see? You are too natural. Too natural. Somebody, you see, somebody is in the spirit praying. Come, 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 come. You are calling the person. You see, you are too natural. Because you have some silly gossip that you have to tell the person. That moment. Before you forget, you are too natural. 
Too natural. Amen. You have no respect. You, you see, you, you, sometimes I find we are having a prayer meeting and you see people are standing outside. They are gossiping. They are talking. Throughout the session, throughout the prayer meeting, you see them talking, talking, talking. Talking. And no, nothing important. You are not talking about, did you have the communion ready? Did you have, no, it's not what you are talking about. You are talking about silly things. Silly things. You are too natural. You are too earthly. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing? Prayer meeting, preaching time, and you are texting and respond. You are always sensitive to your phone. I mean, how can you be in church and your phone, you are, you are, you, it's on your lap. Not that you are taking notes, but so that you don't miss calls. You don't miss text messages. And as the message is going on, you are also texting. And I can check your phone right now. I can see that you have responded to some text in the last five minutes. Do you want me to check? If I take your phones right now and I check, I can see that five minutes ago you have responded to a text. You are very natural. Very natural. Have you responded to some text? As you sitting here. You are very natural. That is why your behavior is the way it is. I'm telling you. It says, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. In spirit. Jesus said that. No man. Jesus said that. Hallelujah. Amen. Too natural. Too natural. You can't have any suppression. You can't have any control over the flesh. Your bladder says, get up and quickly. You get up. Quickly. Because your bladder has instructed you to get up. Have no control. But last time I was sharing with you that you can have control over your bladder. I said you can have control over your bladder. All of that is on your mind. It's on your mind. Amen. Whenever you feel like we win and there's no close opportunity, no close bathroom, you control it. You control it. And you can drink. You can forget that you needed to win. But when you are getting close to the house, when you are getting close, to, then you realize that no control. If you are not careful, you can pee yourself two seconds before you sit on the... It's on your mind. It's your mind. It's your mind. You held the thing from 42nd Street all the way to 149th Street. No problems. The moment your key is in your door, as you are opening the door and then you are, you can't stand still. You can't stand still. Realize that you have no control. It's on your mind. You can control, you can suppress the flesh. You can control it. Amen. Look, people who talk, they're having conversation during the preaching, 
they are very natural, non-spiritual. And I have, I have seen, I have seen that people who are like that, they never grow spiritually. I know a group of people who were in a church like that, certain group of women. They always talk, they have not, they have been the same level as I've seen them. They have not grown. People have come by them and they have grown. They are the same. Not in this church. Don't worry. It's not in this church. <laughs> Amen. Don't grow. First Timothy. First Timothy chapter 4. And verse 7. It says, but refuse profane and old wives' fables. But exercise thyself rather unto godliness, unto holiness. Exercise thyself rather unto spiritual things. It says, refuse profane and old wives' fables. And exercise thyself rather unto godliness. For bodily exercise, bodily exercise, exercising the body, feeding the body, maintaining the body, it says it profited little, very little. But godliness is profitable unto all things. When you are spiritual, when you are a serious Christian who understands that the nature of this work is a spiritual work, when you are sensitive to spiritual things, when you exercise, it says, bodily exercise profited little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is. This life, this natural life, when you are spiritual, it helps the natural life. When you are spiritual, it helps to choose the right person as a husband or the right person as a wife. When you are spiritual, when you are spiritual, it helps with your health. You fast. And it helps. The exercise of spiritual things is also profitable unto the natural life, the natural things. When you are spiritual and you, you exercise yourself in the spiritual things, it controls your talking. It helps with your gossiping. It doesn't get you into trouble. He says, it profits this life now. It profits you. When you are a spiritual person, it helps you. It helps you to relate with people. It helps you to stay in a marriage. It profits this life. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? It profits this life. It profits your relationship, your friend. It helps with your friends, the relationship you have with your friend. It prevents you from gossiping. Amen. Amen. When you are spiritual and you say, I fast every Thursday. I don't eat anything and I pray. It, it helps your health. It helps your health. It profits this life. Godliness. Hallelujah. You don't like my message. I'm preaching a very good message. I'm preaching a good message. Yeah. 
He said, for bodily exercise profited little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, unto all things, having promise of the life that now is, this life, and that which is to come. It has benefits. Exercising the body in its fleshy desires and fleshy fulfillment such as food and hair and wig and makeups and shoes, eyelashes, lipstick, shape. I have a nice shape and I'm skinny and I am heavy and I have six packs, you know, gym, gym, gym. So that I have six parts, so I wear t-shirts and I look heavy. He says the prophet little. Very little. I'm telling you, very little. But there are some, there are some also who have a form of godliness. You see? They have a form of that means they look like they are prayerful. They pray a lot. They come to church a lot. They pay their tithes. They sing. You see them worshiping. If you see them praying, you are you mellow. <laughs> you understand what I'm sharing with you? You don't understand. But you see, there are people like that. They have that form, but they don't, they don't actually believe the power that comes with godliness. They don't believe it. You see them like that, they don't believe it. Do you know people like that? Yeah. There are people like that. They have a form of godliness. They, 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 they are prayerful. Praying. If you see them praying, the way they hold their head like this, and they are praying, you you realize that someone is praying. Somebody is really praying. It's not it's not that type of. You will see. Thank you. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? There are people who are like that. They have that form. They have a form. Turn to Second Timothy. Second Timothy chapter three. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 5. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 5. It says, having a form of godliness. That means you, once you see them, they carry the form of godly people. Having the form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such, stay away. Turn away. Having the form of godliness but denying the power thereof. They don't, you see, they, they don't have, they, they don't value it. They don't know that there's power in this. And if you deny the power thereof, you will not receive the power thereof. That means you only have the form of spiritual person, but you deny the power. You don't, you don't even expect supernatural things happening. You don't expect power from these things. Look, to receive great things from God, to receive great things from God, you must be spiritual. You must worship him in the spirit. Amen. Yes, you can receive 
natural things, yes, you can. God will give you the sun and the rain, the food. You can receive wake if you pray to God. You believe you will have wakes, more and more clothes and more shoes. Natural things. Yes, you receive them. You can have them. You can have a husband. You can have a wife. If you want. Look, there's a scripture in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 45. It says, Jesus said that God, he's a good God, so he causes the sun to shine upon the good and upon the evil. And he causes the rain to fall upon the righteous and the unrighteous. That it will fall. That if the unbelievers will have more clothes, you can also have more clothes. If that is what you want. The Bible says that your father in heaven knoweth that you have need of these things. If unbelievers need them, you also need them. He will give them to you. He says, 25, verse 25, Matthew 5 and 45, I think it's 25. Give us 45, let me see. Yes. That ye may be the children of your father, which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good. And sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. God makes rain for all of us. Those are natural things you can receive. But to receive mighty great things, things that seem impossible with men, things that are supernatural, you must be a natural person. I mean, you must be a spiritual person. You cannot walk naturally with God and receive such things. Hallelujah. You cannot receive any great thing. You can receive any mighty thing if you are natural. Hallelujah. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I'm almost done tonight. 1 Corinthians. Chapter 2. And... Um, Let's read from verse 9. Do you understand the things I'm sharing with you? Do you understand how important it is to be a spiritual person? He says, but as it is written, you see, you want mighty things. You want great things. You want Heavy things, not clothes and husbands and wives. and That's not what, but you want great things. He says, but as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. What natural thing has I not seen? Do you understand? Natural things, I have seen them. He says, no, ear head. What have we not heard? That's natural, natural things that we have not heard. We have heard. Natural things we have heard. We have heard that you can, you can have a green card. We have heard that. We have heard that you can have an American passport. We have heard that. 
We have heard that even if you are from Atebubu and you come here, no matter where you are from, we have heard that they can give you a, and they can make you an American citizen. Have we not heard that? We have heard that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a card. They'll give you. It's a chip. Now you don't even need to have passport with all the books and yeah. That we are also heard. You see, we just heard that the passport is not even a book anymore. You see, we have heard. It says, what, what are things that have not entered into the heart of man that you can make, uh, you can conceive some nice soup that you can make, that the, the soup that I'm going to make for you, what? That, it has not entered the heart of man. Amen. You see, the things that have not, he says, says, I had not seen, I had not seen great things, mighty things, I had not seen. Neither had it entered into the hearts of men. He had not heard. The things that God has in store for you, the things that God has, the things that God has planned for you, I had not seen. Nor ear heard. Neither, no man has conceived in their heart. It's not something that Apple has come up with. It's not something that some engineer at Apple.com has conceived in his heart to build. No. But verse 10 says, But God hath revealed them unto us. How? By his Spirit. By his Spirit. These things, these mighty things that eye had not seen and ear had not heard and it has not entered yet into the hearts of man, God has revealed them to us by his Spirit. By his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of a man which is in him? I said, there is a spirit in you. And Jesus says, that is a part that needs to relate with God. That is a part that needs to worship God. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Beloved, you cannot benefit from your work with God if you are a natural person, if your mind is all natural. Your thinking, your assessment, the way you look at things is all natural. You accept it if it makes sense to you, if it means, it means something to you. If they can explain and the equation matches, it balances, that is, you can't receive anything from God. You cannot receive anything from God. Amen. You can't receive anything from God that way. Hallelujah. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? So he says, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth. 
it is always my prayer that the Holy Ghost will lead me to teach and that I will not teach from my wisdom. That I will not teach, I will not say things out of my own mind and out of my own wisdom, but that the Spirit of God will guide me to teach. That is my prayer, always. That Spirit lead me, guide me to say the things that I say. And I believe by the grace of God that we teach certain spiritual things in the church that if you take and you absorb and you receive, you will benefit from them. Amen. I'm not coming to tell you that your. I'm, I'm not coming to ask you, is your aunt, does your aunt like you? <laughs> you see, your aunt does not like you. I see, in, I see, I can see your aunt taking this thing from you. And I'm not coming to preach to you. I want to share with you the word of God. That is what I'm giving. Hallelujah. I want to share with you the word of God. Amen. That I didn't come and so you feel like, oh, when we came to church, you are too natural. That is why. You are too natural. You want to, you want to hear things that you see. That, aha, uh-huh, this is my aunt. I know. Even the way she brought the food to me. You see, you want things. Which, listen, spiritual things, spirit. They don't work so obviously to bring you food and so they want to poison you. If they want to poison you, they will poison you. Anyone can, a witch doesn't need to put something in the food so that you go to your village and you say, I won't drink the water that this one brings me and I won't eat this. That is a wicked man that wants to kill you, but not a spirit. If you want to know how the spirit will kill you, then know the word of God. That is how you will know how the spirit. He said that he will not come. He will not come to. He will not come to you if there's not an opportunity for him to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That is how the enemy comes. Not come and put food and give you food to. Say, and that's why my marriage is the way it is. Because my, they, when my husband went, they gave him this food to eat. And since he came back, this, the spirit, they work spiritually, not the food. So he says, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. We compare spiritual things with spiritual you can't compare spiritual things with natural, physical things. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But, say but. This is a very important scripture that I want you to pay attention to. It says, but the natural man received not the things of the spirit of God. The natural man will receive nothing from God. The natural man. For higher things. You see, the scripture is coming from things that I had not seen. 
Things that ear have not heard. Things that have not entered into the heart of man. That is where the scripture is coming from. The natural man cannot receive such things. When we say the things that are impossible with man, they are possible with God, the natural man cannot receive those things. Hallelujah. The natural man cannot receive them. Amen. When you have a situation where no man can help you, no man can help you. And if you remain natural, you cannot receive help from God. It says, but the natural man, the man who is in church and is conscious of his food and his sleep and his rest and his sex and his, all these things on his mind, natural to satisfy the body, such a person is natural and cannot receive of the things of the Spirit of God. You can't. How? It says, comparing spiritual with spiritual. But that's for the natural man. He cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him. My breath. Then you say, come and pray. I'm too tired. They are foolishness. What is prayer? I want I need to sleep. You see, they are foolishness unto him. Why do we have to come here and pray from 11 p.m. to 4 a.m.? What do we need from God? What do we need from God? That we cannot get it with it. What do we need from God? And then, what, what, what are we want? And then, what, what do we want? What do we want? You see, it's their foolishness to him. Their foolishness. Why do we have to fast for 21 days? Fasting. We are not eating anything. Every day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. We are not made like that. Hey, I can't do that. Listen, they are foolishness to him. They are foolishness to him. Amen. They are foolishness to him. Why do we have to wait? We have come to church. We finished. Let's go home. Why do we have to sit down again for another meeting? They are foolishness to him. Let's go home. Since the natural man cannot receive. You are natural. You cannot receive from God. The natural man, the natural, it's a, it's a deadly state to be in. It's a dangerous state to be in, to be natural. A Christian that is walking in a natural form, you are a useless Christian. I'm telling you. You, you, that you will fall. You cannot walk for long. It will be foolish. It will, be, you will, not, it will not make any sense to you. It will be laborious to be tiresome. Amen. Amen. It will not make any sense to you why it is raining. It is raining. Why don't they cancel the church? It is raining. <laughs> sure. You see, it makes no sense. Ah, we go every Sunday. Well, today, and for today, if we don't go, what will happen? God would understand. It's a natural way of thinking. It's a natural mind. Natural mind. Natural mind. It says, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. Why? Because they are foolishness unto him. 
Neither can he know them. He can never know them. He, because he's working in his natural. As we are preaching, somebody, the dog, you turn around. You hear somebody's foot, somebody drops a pen. You turn around. You are, your senses are not exercised. They are not exercised. They are too alert to earthly things. Somebody is standing in there ministering, and all you're doing is checking the shoes and checking the person's clothes. And you're natural. Natural. You are just waiting to ask, hey, sister, where did you get these shoes from? That is what you're waiting. Natural. Was it on sale? Huh? How much? How, you see, natural, natural. And the person is ministering powerfully. Powerfully. You are checking the person's breast. And you are looking at the person's body shape. You are too natural. And so you will not receive anything from... The son is ministering powerfully. But you can't receive anything because you are too natural. Full age, having their senses exercised. Their senses exercised. Exercised. Hallelujah. He says, neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. They are spiritually discerned. You can't know them. The things I'm sharing, you cannot understand them because you must discern them spiritually. They are spiritually discerned. Hallelujah. Our time is up. So we want to pause here. We want to pause here. We want to pause here and we will continue next time that we meet. Why don't you stand to your feet? Stand to your feet. And let us bring the service to a close. Stand to your feet. The natural man. The natural man. The natural man. Received not the things of the spirit of God. God is a spirit. And if you want something from him, you are worshipping him, you must worship him in spirit and in truth. The natural man cannot receive the things of the spirit of God. Cannot, cannot, cannot receive. Cannot receive. You cannot receive. You are too spiritual. You are too natural. You are too carnal in your mind. You are too earthly in your thinking. Lord, help us. Help us to exercise our senses that we can receive spiritual things, that we can receive strong meat. Help us to exercise. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, 
We exercise our senses, oh God, in the spirit. Help us, oh Lord, to suppress the flesh. To suppress the flesh. The needs of the flesh. To bring down, suppress the flesh. That our spirit man may arise. That the inner man will arise. Yes. Cause us, Lord, to be sensitive to spiritual things. That we be sensitive to spiritual things. Help me, Jesus. Yes. Help me, Jesus. Worship Him and worship Him in spirit and in truth. Because the God inside is a spirit. And He said, The natural man receives the thoughts of the things of the Spirit of God. Because God is a spirit. If we want something from Him, oh Jesus, help us to exercise our senses that we can receive spiritual things, that we can receive godly things. That we can increase in godliness and in righteousness. On my lips, your spirit, your spirit like water. So my soul, your word is a lamp. natural man cannot receive anything from the spirit of God father let the things that are of the spirit be sensible to us may they be sensible to our spirit that we can compare spiritual things unto spirituals may they mean something to us 
May there not be foolishness unto us. Give us that discernment. Let our spirit man, the inner man, arise. As we suppress the flesh, as we suppress the needs of the flesh, in the name of Jesus, give us that ability, that divine ability, that divine strength to suppress the needs of the flesh. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We are thankful and grateful tonight in Jesus' name. If there's anyone here tonight, you are not born again. You have not given your life to Jesus. You are here. And you want to give your life to Christ. Tonight, you say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to welcome Jesus Christ into my life. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand, wherever you are. You say, I want to walk with Christ. If I die, I want to go to heaven. If Jesus comes, I want to be with him. If that is your prayer, with all eyes closed and every head bowed, wherever you are, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? Father, we are thankful and grateful for the gift of salvation. We thank you, Lord, for our walk with you. Lord, may we never feel bored walking with you. May we not be tired walking with you. May we not find it laborious in our walk with you. May we walk with you in the spirit. Father, may, let it not be a repetitive thing to us. But Lord, may we always have an excitement in our walk with you. We are thankful and grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you clap for Jesus? As We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.